It's a classic. Oh, I'm gonna let this one even go for a minute. Wait for the break and then we'll cut it. What a ringer! I love that song. Fred. What's up? I gotta say, I just put on this hand sanitizer and it smells amazing. Almost better than that black cherry hand sanitizer I told everyone about before. Quick shout out real quick. Sunshine and Lemons hand sanitizer from Bath and Body Works. Smells amazing, guys. That's all I gotta say. Nick, I swear if there's an AA, I'm going with you for hand sanitizers. You're dedic- you're like obsession with these things over the last few episodes has honestly freaked me out. Okay. If I don't want COVID. Sponsor, if you need a sponsor, we'll talk after the show, pumpkin. Okay. I'm here for you. I'm here for I you. Mean, all right. Dude, I'm just gonna be smelling my hands all show. You do you, bro. I didn't even hear what you said. I smell my hands. Um guys, welcome to full circle with Nick and Fred. All right. This episode is brought to you guys by Spence or Spent Dreams Apparel. I always get this wrong, so sorry for that. Again, the handle on Instagram is spent dreams with a Z underscore apparel. Um, they do a lineup for automotive, uh, like, like, um, products like clothing and decals and things like that. Check them out. Uh, big sponsor of us here at full circle. Uh, so I just wanted to open with that. And I also want to stop Nick from talking about hand sanitizer. So that's how I did it. You know what I mean? Hey, were you talking? I was just smelling my hands. Yeah. I had a feeling you would be <laughs> so off the rails today. I don't know what it's about. So, Fred, before we get into it, I think we should uh, talk to the audience about, for those who listened to the last episode, at the end, um, there was a ton of audio issues. <laughs> there really was. There really was. And it was our first uh, interview, three people on the on the thing. It was just kind of tricky. So, yeah, it was it was rough. Yeah, we want to apologize for that, guys. Um, but that's what you get when you listen to Full Circle with Nick and Fred sometimes. Guys, we're raw, we're real, and we are cheap. Don't forget cheap, okay? We go with what we can. We hey, go with what we can. Quick note, everyone. I bought a new mic. It's coming in Sunday, so hopefully for next episode, I will be guys, talking much better than this. No longer in my laptop. Nick mic reveal. I'm super excited. We might even put a picture of it on Instagram. If we're Maybe I should do an unboxing video. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I watch. I'm in. I'm sold. Um, I also personally want to apologize for the alarm going off. Uh, I reacted a little aggressively because it was a lot louder in my ear than it was on the show after listening back and editing out the last episode. So sorry for going absolutely bat crap crazy um, mm. on that reaction. But it was, hey, it was funny to listen to, Fred. Yeah, well, you told me to keep it in there, and I kept it in there just for you, just for you, bud. Yeah. Also, I don't know. For some reason, guys, I don't know what the audio got messed up with Matt, and it sounded like we were like cutting him off or whatever. But basically, there was like a mic lag, so Matt would say we would hear it before the response is actually. Guys, yeah, we yeah, we yeah. hear it before you guys would hear it. I don't know. I it was don't a, know there. It was a fun well, time. Until it then. was. It was a good episode. I was really happy to finally have our first interview. Matt killed it. Matt, I know you're going to hear this. You killed it, bud. We appreciate having you on. We will get you in again. Um, Nick, I'm going to let you jump in on the itinerary. Ryan, our boy Ryan, refuting on some fake facts. You want to jump into that real quick? Oh, yes. Real quick, yes. So for those who listened to the last episode, we did real or fake. And one of the facts I said, which was a fake fact I made up, was uh, that Steve Jobs uh, had a note 
that from like one of the first days at Apple that sold for a hundred thousand dollars in 2019. Now Ryan was like, no, I think I heard that it was true. And he sent me a little link about it. So here's what he had. So apparently in uh, December, 2018, a manuscript written by Steve jobs was put up for an auction. And, um, it did not sell though. It was expected to sell for like 60 K, but it, it didn't, the highest bid was 28,000 and it didn't reach, uh, the minimum reserve. So it didn't sell, but yes, Ryan, it is a fake fact confirmed. It doesn't matter either way. It's 2018. Settle down, Ryan. Don't know the difference between 18 and 19. Relax, Ryan. Okay. Hey, hey. He was close enough. Appreciate you listening, oh, Ryan. But <laughs> that was a fake fact, guys, for all those of you who were wondering. I don't know who he whispered to about that, guys, but we, I just wanna, we do our fact. We do our fact checking. We do. We do. We do, we do insane research here at Full Circle, guys. All right. Um, also kind of leaning in off of that topic. Thank you, Nick. Uh, I want to get into the polls real quick. We're just going to do a quick overview on this. Um, so we put out polls this week on Instagram uh, following Sunday's episode. I believe we put it out on Monday. We're airing it now Wednesday with the results. Um, we asked, based on a fun fact that I put out last week about hiccups, would you guys take a million dollars to have 20 hiccups per minute for – how much do we do that indefinitely? A year. Uh, for, a, year. A, year a year of 20 hiccups per minute um, for a million dollars. Honestly, I was actually kind of dumbfounded by this. We had 17 – responses for no and tw- uh, two for yes only two said yes i don't know who you two are but you know you, wow no no comment I, I don't think i voted but i would have been the third yes uh you guys are crazy i, I couldn't i told you i can't do hiccups for even a minute so that was out um, we got a resounding nine uh and only yes results for real or fake so you guys like that segment i'm really excited you enjoyed that i enjoyed being a part of it i think nick enjoyed doing it we're gonna bring that back a lot of fun that was a good one. I and the last one. Wrong. What's up? I can't believe how many you got wrong. Uh, dude, I still, I mean, it was, you put them, like, you were really good with that. You were really good with that. I'm going to have to get better at trying to read you somehow through this mic, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, last one, uh, Nick, you're going to be happy about this. I was, I, it is what it is. It's kind of what I was expecting. Uh, 12 SpongeBob, five Rick and Morty. So SpongeBob one over Rick and Morty. Um, and that's, that's understandable. I mean, I'm, I'm not knocking SpongeBob, but. I do love my Rick and Morty. Yeah, SpongeBob is way better. Those five people, I bet one of them was you. Um, I don't know what yep. you guys are thinking. Maybe you had <laughs> more childhood or something, but SpongeBob is clearly best. Maybe too much caffeinated tea for y'all. That's what that was. Caffeinated tea, Fred. Why would I bring that up, Nick? That's a great question. Oh. We're going to lead right into the history of tea. Yes, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, two or three episodes ago, Fred said, I don't know, two episodes ago, Fred said next episode he was going to tell us about the history of tea. We kind of didn't get to get into it uh, last episode with an interview, but this episode, let's hear, Fred. So let me, uh, let me clear the slate, okay? It all started about 1600 B.C. with a man named Jose. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> not going that far back. Uh, guys, it's pretty basic. I think we all knew what the history of tea was before that. Um, I mean, I'm not the most educated, so I just wanted to double check. But basically, you would get uh, boiling water pour it over like a strainer with tea leaves in it, like whatever. And then all that you would use to make maybe one cup uh, unless you try to reheat it, which was like poopy butthole. So, you know, didn't really, it wasn't really bueno. It wasn't the most efficient way until again, the fun fact, I can't, re- I already forgot his name. I'd have to look back through my notes, but until the tea bags were invented, I believe it was 1908 was the year. Can't remember the guy's name. Can't remember the guy's oh, name. Well, um, but, 
But for all your history of tea, you know, all those fans that were like, we want the history of tea, give it to us, like picketing it outside my window. Uh, there's your answer. Um, strainer, they don't, they don't hot water. know the name of that guy. Yeah, I know. Well, I guess the house is getting burnt down. I hate to see it. Absolutely yeah. hate to see it. <laughs> um, uh, I, I just love that our transitions are absolutely slaughtering tonight. We are killing the show. Super excited about the show, guys. We've got a lot packed for you. I'm really excited. And this one's going to be interactive. So, Nick, you know what time for? You know what time it is? Uh, is it a Fred Hool fun fact? It's a Fred Hool fun fact. No. We're getting crazy tonight. I don't know what it is. I'm just feeling good, dude. Um, I'm going to give you the option. I'm going to give you the option. I have two. Whoa. Two fun facts, different categories you can choose. Okay. Are we here about today or only one? We're going to only go over one. Whatever one isn't used, we'll be on the next episode. Guaranteed. What? Yeah, we're getting rowdy. We're getting rowdy and interactive. Um, One is about the car, the Chevy Camaro. And I actually have two there because they're quick. Okay. Or Michael Jordan. You're going to go with Camaro or Michael Jordan? Oh, let's get the uh, second greatest basketball player of all time, MJ. Let's hear it. All right. So let me mark up the Camaro for next week. And any of my car fans, um, you guys are going to be psyched for that one if you didn't already know it. Nick, wildest fact I've ever heard about Michael Jordan. Did I already had the Camaro fun fact down. Then I read this. I was like, I need to put it in the shop. I need to put it in the shop for all my non-NBA guys out there, okay? Michael Jordan, and I want you to listen to this very carefully. I know I say this every time. This is, these are ridiculous facts I'm throwing at y'all, okay? Michael Jordan never lost more than two games in a row from December of 1990 until his second retirement from the Chicago Bulls in 1998. He never cool. lost two games in a row for eight years. You mean three games? He never lost three games in a row? Oh, yeah, yeah, more than two. So never lost three games in a row over the course of eight years. That is crazy. In the modern era, like, I don't think I've seen a team even – like, a team even remotely come close to that, let alone one person. Never more – guys, Nick, you know better than I do. How many games are in the NBA season? There's 80 – there's 82 games in the NBA season. How many – I had to look up real quick how many – Go for it. That is that he played in. It's a mind-blowing fact. That is a mind-blowing fact. So 1990, right? 1990, 91, 92, 93, 94. 90. Yeah. End of 19, essentially mid-year. That's like seven seasons. That's like seven seasons. And, he didn't, and that includes playoffs. He made playoffs mm-hmm. almost pretty much all almost every year. Yep. That's crazy. That's, that's, the, the, I can't even wrap my head around that. It, it's just, it's just not even seen. I don't think anybody's even come close to that in the NBA no. um, over the last, uh, as far as I've ever been like, no one ever will. No one ever will. Yeah. I, that's that's just, that goat goat status. Remind yourself of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, holy crap! And then Camaro next week, guys. Tune in if you're in my car, people. I got a Camaro. I got two fun facts for y'all. Pretty wild. Um, but Nick chose MJ, so we got MJ this week. Um, Nick, you have an update on the last episode? Fun fact? Did I miss something? Oh yes. Uh, last episode for those that you listen. I guess most of you listen. But Fred said there's a guy Charles Osborne who had the hiccups for 68 years in a row from. Um, 1922 to 1990. So I did a little more research in it because I was really like, wow, this is the, that, yeah. the hiccups for 68 years. So he actually stopped hiccups from one year before he died. He died in 1991. They randomly stopped one year before his death. So the way he got the hiccups was he was lifting up a 350-pound hog to hang for slaughter. <laughs> and he like just randomly fell down. And he like was really? like, oh. He just fell down, right? Okay. He was just like, oh, I'm uninjured. 
And then years later, when he was being treated by a doctor, they found out when that happened, he burst a blood vessel in his brain the size of a pin and it damaged the part that inhibits hiccuping. So there's a part of your brain that controls hiccuping. I mean, yes, there's a little tiny, tiny part. And he just happened to burst the blood vessel right where that part is so he couldn't stop himself from hiccuping. That's absurd. Isn't that crazy? Like, I just thought okay. I no, you're gonna have to have me researching that. I wonder if there's any if there's any other recorded case of this. I, that's just I don't even I don't think. Well, I think they think there's one guy that's been like over a year or something. But, yeah, no but I wonder if it was the same scenario, like a like a blood no, vessel. No, no, some right? guy. Um, I don't remember the name, but he had, he had it for like a year. He did it for like a year or two, right? He had no, a no. in the back of his neck, like right by his spine, uh, like brain. That's or something. wild. I'm dumbfounded. I honestly have no idea. So if you're ever hicking, hiccuping a long time, you should get a Most check neurologist, because there it is. <laughs> Crazy. Don't lift 350-pound pigs for slaughter. Uh, yeah, you I mean, what? back in 1922, I think you had to do that. So I think we're safe now. <laughs> uh, it's almost 100 years later. <laughs> <laughs> but, wow. No, that's that's mm, that's absolutely wild that's absolutely wild i love when you look into things deeper like it's not that i don't but i have like like the history of tea to look into i i know i only spoke about that for a second but let i will tell you i read three articles on that and it was going all the way back to like um you know uh what's the western not western eastern culture you know like chinese dynasties and things like that it was i was like this has way more than i signed up for i just want to know what it was like before the tea bag and boy did i uh did i jump under the wrong light there it was <laughs> It was a rowdy, it was a rowdy adventure. So I'm glad you found something a little bit more uh, useful. <laughs> yeah, probably um, reading you've done a long time. Yeah. Oh, dude. It, yeah. No, by far. You know, I think the last book I read in full was The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. What a classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I would have thought it would be Green Eggs and Ham. Green Eggs and Ham is, is the epitome of American literature. So I'm not even going to tap into that. Nick, I got a wild thing I want to jump into super quick. We're not have to get into this, but it kind of leads into another subject. So I'm ex- really excited about this. I had a good friend of ours that we went to school with um, reach out to me on Instagram, my informant. This is what I told her. I would say my informant who claims, and I say claims that it was you or possibly somebody else who either in our like above elementary school days up to middle school, possibly, put ketchup on their ice cream. Now this sounds like it could be you. I'm not going to knock you. I don't know if it was or wasn't. Tell me more, Nick. Did you put ketchup on ice cream? You serial killer boy. So guys, that was not me. I, you know, I love my ketchup for all, you know, know me. I love my ketchup, but I'm not that crazy or that weird. I did not put ketchup on ice cream. I could maybe I could, I, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe one time I did it, but, but if it's, no, I never regularly put ice cream on ketchup. They don't mix together. Tomatoes and ketchup, uh, tomatoes and ice cream, guys. That sounds gross. Like, but no, it's a bit much. I mean, like, even for you, it's a bit much. I think your informant got it wrong, but I'm not mad because knowing how much I liked ketchup back then, um, you could kind of see uh, that being <laughs> a possibility. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised even if you told me I tried it once. I'd be like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it doesn't it was worth the shot it just it was brought up to my attention i was like i'm gonna find out that's my man right there i'm gonna find out that boy be putting ketchup on some ice cream i didn't see him do it at mcdonald's guys <laughs> i didn't see it done so 
I, you know, it is what it is. Now, I just kind of leading into that, Nick, and this is going to age us a little bit, but there are going to be some people, I think most viewers will be able to relate to this. You remember AIM back in the day. You had like one computer in the house and everybody like connected to the phone lines, like dial up and you use AIM to like instant message before texting was a thing. Remember oh, yeah. that? Yeah. What was your username? Tell the people. <laughs> well, unsurprisingly, it was Ketchup Kid 289 <laughs> All right, you ready for this shit? I'm not even playing. Mine was Cool Kid, spelled K O O L C I D three. <laughs> of course, that was your name. Yeah, you right. I mean, you were a big funny too. <laughs> dude. I don't know what I was thinking. You were Ketchup Kid. I was the Cool Kid. We were. We were. Dude, whew, I, know, I had a bunch of different usernames. I had another one, Rams Lover 007. Uh, a couple <laughs> other ones I can't. I know I had like a couple. Of I dude, I honestly kept mine for years. Like I really like, and I used it for like everything. I don't. Even, I think it was like it was one of my Xbox names. The other one, dude, from Xbox for a while, or PlayStation Live. I it was the April Hooler, <laughs> um, or something like that. I don't know. It was just you know. Uh, 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 that was bad. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. My younger self had problems. So your older <laughs> problems as well. Yeah. Well, you know. You can only do so much. You can only do so much. <laughs> All right, guys, we're we're a good way through the show here. Um, we're doing we're doing really well tonight. I, like I said, I'm really stoked for this episode. We're really cramming a lot, and I'm psyched. A lot to talk about. We got a lot more coming, but it's time for an ad. It's time for those sponsors to get all up in here. So let's cut to that. All right. Hey, are you tired of having to keep purchase purchasing masks to go inside the stores or whatever? You don't like them on your face. You know they touch your face and feel weird. Well, then why don't you just don't breathe whenever you leave your house, you knucklehead? I mean, if you don't breathe, you can't get COVID. There you go, guys. Problem solved. No mask ever again. Don't breathe when you leave your house. Boom. Guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't even know how we got Nick on this show. This man could be working for 3M, IBM, GE. I mean, he's an innovator. Don't breathe. It's not hard. Just go outside and hold your breath. It's free, too. It's free. It doesn't cost any dollars. Mexican dollars. USA dollars, Canadian dollars, nothing. You don't need it. Just do it. Just don't breathe. Hey guys, just come on. I do it all the time. Man. Come on now. Uh, I'm sorry. No, wear your mask, guys. Come on. Yeah, I'm not for real. Just wear your mask. Just do it. At this point, it's pretty much legal at this point everywhere. Just freaking everybody should have them. I mean, if you don't, it's not hard to ask. No, you're dumb, dumb. You know? If you don't, hit up. You already know. I already put, we already put the sponsor out there yeah. at, at Sweet Spot. At shop.sweetspot, you know who it is. She'll get you a mask, you know. Get yourself a mask. Get one from her, you know, Hannah. She kills it. She knows what's up. Um, Nick, I'm going to jump into this next one because it's been bothering me all day. It's been bothering me all day. It's been right? bothering you all day. For- it is because I don't know, like, how I feel about it, and it's going to lead me into a bunch of other things. And I, I just – um, you know I'm obsessed with Barstool, like, way too much than it should be. But – uh, one minute man, um, KFC, I think he's the guy who runs it. He's amazing dude. He put out the segment and I sent it to you on Instagram. Sum it up for me. Did you watch it? Did you get a chance to really look into this? Uh, so I actually didn't get to watch your video, but I looked at the article cause I, uh, I get an email from them like every morning it has all their top news stories. So I got an email in it. So basically this guy, Haim Ashed, I hope I said it right. I don't know if I did. He was the former head of Israel's security space program. Has uh, meet, has uh, has said he he knows aliens are real. He's confirming aliens are real. 
I'm going to even go into deeper. So Nick is absolutely spot on. I just want to test him on this because we're going to get into it. But um, Nick is absolutely right. It was an Israeli um, Israeli space program security head from not even just like, oh, for like a year or two. Okay, this dude was an Israeli security head for the space program for 30 years, from 1980 to 2010. Okay, and this is where it gets sketchy, and, and this is all covered on Barstool. By all means, check it out. I don't want to take credit for this because I, I watched his whole thing, and I'm, I'm mimicking his style because I felt the same way. But allegedly, a thing called the Jerusalem Post put out an interview with him saying that um, humans and uh, aliens coexist on a uh, like a universal, like a United Nations style or a Galactic Federation type base on Mars, and that it's withheld from the uh, you know. Uh, human race because we couldn't handle it allegedly. Now a little bit more facts behind this gentleman. He's 87 years old. Okay. So just, you know, older people (laughs) kind of losing a little bit. Yeah. Uh, He wrote a book about this allegedly called beyond the horizon. If you Google it, you cannot find it. It doesn't exist. (laughs) Uh, And I've never heard of the Jerusalem post. So don't know the credibility here, um, but as you know, our, our man KFC at Barstool pointed out, you know, you got these monoliths, these monuments popping up in the desert. I don't know, Nick, if you heard about that. There was a metal oh, monolith yes. in one of the my, my, uh, national parks, and it showed Wait. up randomly, disappeared randomly. Yes, uh, um, apparently. So there was a video of people. There, there's just four guys who showed up and took it down. Like, oh, there's, okay. like, there's, there's, there's proof four random guys went out there and took it down for some reason. But they don't know how it got there, though. They don't know how it got there, but. There was another one that popped up in Romania, actually. I don't know if you knew that. I did not. I did and not. But this also, is kind of feeds into this. You know what I'm saying? It's in that vibe. And that's why I want to talk about this category today. Yeah. Also, real quick, uh, just before we go back on the monuments, apparently they think it might be some famous artist who died who asked to do has asked to have this done after his death. Uh, Interesting. All right. Well, that opens up some, you know, some options and that makes sense. But I just, I thought it was a really compelling story. I want to, I definitely, if I can find, find this book or whatever, just kind of open up a lot of avenues. I know you're being into conspiracy theories. You joked about um, the area 51 earlier on. So I just kind of want to jump on some like, um, come on like some sub sub stories based on this and kind of bringing up that like subculture. So do you remember, I think it was a couple months ago, I was working at United Healthcare at the time, that whole storming area 51 movement on like Facebook had like hundreds of thousands yeah. of Interesting people. Do you remember that? Yeah. I don't, it, it disbanded like as quickly as it came about. I don't remember anyone actually doing this or people like rallying around that base in Arizona. I, I don't, I think something showed up, but like if you go there, you're going to get shot. It's pretty obvious. Like they're not, I mean, it's a military, it's an active military base. I know they fly drones out of Nevada. I don't know what base it is, but I think most, like, most of the drone control. Said, most of the people who said they wanted to do it were probably like younger, didn't have the money to go there. So I think, I think I, it was just like a hoax. I think people were on Facebook and like, hey, you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I think I think something happened there. I don't recall. I mean, it would have been. Uh, I don't. Did like you know anything happened there? I didn't. I didn't. I, that's why I was curious. I was just, but I remember the movement, and I remember like where people were like, you're gonna take off, like just choking around, you know, because um, we're not near there. I mean, I understand if it had like a following actually near. Like geographically near that, but I don't think people are going to like fly from all over the country just to stand outside a fence. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I also have this crazy story that my grand, my grandparents on my dad's side are from New Hampshire. And they told me a crazy story when I was a kid about an alien abduction. So I want to jump into that and want to tell this story to a lot of people for a long time. So I'm going to give you, I just want you to open up. Do you have any conspiracy theories or abduction stories that you want to talk about, Nick? I do not, but really quickly, I want to go back to Haim Eshed. Because uh, 
I don't, did, I don't know. In that video, because in the article it said, did it tell you the things that he was saying? So a couple like I only heard that we coexist with them on a base on Mars. That it's okay. existing, it's there. Like not all this. Like, are we going to make it to Mars? Like we have like a, almost like United Nations team working with aliens on Mars, and it's published. I okay, didn't so, look any further into that. Wait, why? I, I looked a little. I looked a little further into it because there were other um, websites that had uh, information on it. So apparently, he claims that the aliens are from the Galactic Federation. And they have ha- they have a signed contract with the United States of America that they that the United States will not tell the world of their existence because they don't want everyone freaking out like you said. So they have their they have as you said they have a like a base underground in Mars and apparently there are American astronauts there. So the reason why the aliens are here is apparently he's this is literally the guy this is all the things this guy said. The aliens are trying to study the fabric of the universe, and they want us to help them eventually once we're, like, smart enough. And he even said that Trump knows about it and almost told everyone he didn't. And it's just some really crazy stuff he said. And he is 87, as you already said, so I don't know what to think about it. I don't know. Like, he's a really high official, but I don't know what to think. I don't know. I agree. I think the other crazy part for me, and I know this sounds kind of uh, judgy, and I apologize if it comes off that way. It's not my goal here. But I don't recall Israeli or, or Israel having one of the premier space programs in the world. <laughs> um, they're uh, not like, you know, am I wrong? I think, well, I'm pretty sure they have some nukes. And to, in order to have a nuke, you kind of need like you have a to have missile. So, like, I, I understand. That, one it wasn't of the- like Russia and the United States. They were like the race to the moon. Those were the – like if it was the Russian program saying this, I, I feel like that constitute, constitutes more merit than the Israeli space program. But I could – you know what I mean? That's just me. No, I, I definitely think that that, that does make sense. I don't think they have like a like a joke of a space uh, program, but I, oh, I'm you know, with you. Have nukes. It is hard to get nukes, but I do I agree. agree with you that like yeah, it's not like they be they haven't. Uh, as far as we know, I don't know if they've been setting people up, but yeah, it's just. All right. I don't know. I think you might be this cuckoo. <laughs> no, I, it, it's very possible. It's very possible. You never know. I mean, we're in the political climate nowadays. It, it's New United States isn't everyone's friend, and that would put us in a weird light. So. I completely understand that. Nick, I want to jump into the story. I'm sure you've never heard it. I'm really, really excited to tell this. Um, I do have in, uh, Wikipedia up for reference because I don't know the whole thing. And I'm, I mean, this is like a massive story. Um, no, It's interesting. I feel like more people from New England should know about this. Okay. I so this is like a story from New Hampshire. Okay. About a couple Barney and Betty Hill. And I am using Wikipedia for reference. So by any means, if anybody wants to look this up and fact check me, um, please do. But the general story is, it is a mixed couple. It is a black male and a white female, um, allegedly abducted in the uh, in New Hampshire mountains. Okay, um, I can't remember the exact. I, I should have done a little bit more on this, and I'm sorry, I just didn't know where to start. Um, I believe their car was found, and then they, like with them missing, and then they returned home about a f- couple days later or a day later, um, and they claim to have been abducted by aliens uh, from the Reta Reticuli system. Um, allegedly, this is what it says. Uh, now when they were interviewed about this, I don't know if it was at the university of New Hampshire or some kind of media outlet. Um, they, they're quite they're, They were questioned. I mean, this was a long time ago, you know, no, no offense, but like a mixed racial couple, there was a lot of like questions to its legalities back in the sixties, I believe. Um, but they, the, what the constitutes the actual like crazy part about this whole thing and why it's so well known is upon interviews and, and their re- recollections of dreams and, and of this situation, 
they were able to point out stars and constellations that had never been previously recorded with the United States. That's crazy. I actually so, have heard this before. It's just, it's so crazy. It's a mind blowing story. And my grandparents used to tell it and they were like, their house was tucked away in the mountains. So it kind of just messed with your head a little bit. But what's really, really creepy is the audio recordings still exist. If you search this on YouTube, um, you can find the Barney and Betty Hill tapes. If you guys are into like real crime and conspiracy and stuff, you can hear these recorded interviews of them explicitly talking about detailed encounters with this. And um, again, the reason that people are so back and forth on this is because they were actually providing information that up until that point was not previously recorded and was fact checked to be correct, which is absurd. That's just crazy. I mean, I, I that's uh, it's always geeked me out. I need to read up more on it. Um, so there's been movies made about it. I guess there was a 70, 1975 movie called The UFO Incident that's based on this. I don't know how. How well it is. There's a best-selling uh, 1966 book called The Interrupted Journey. Um, it's a fascinating story. Uh, and I just, if you're big into alien abduction and you like that kind of thing, man, read into this. This is a this is a cool story. I think you guys would enjoy it, but wild. And the audio recordings are on like old like tape recorders, so it's just got this like eeriness about it. It's dude, it's creepy. It, it's 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 creepy. Dude, there's, there's like you you believe in aliens, right? There has to be aliens. There's no way there can't be aliens. My logic for this, and this is going to be interesting, but the, the listeners can take it as they will. Okay, when you look into a microscope and you see bacteria and algae and viruses and these things that operate on microscopic scale, how can you say that that's not that we aren't the microscope under someone else? You know what I'm saying? Like there has to be. If if all you need is little components to life, I mean, it, it, not even. Hydrogen, just oxygen, just one component to life. How how can it not be out there? You know what I'm saying? And we can only see a small part of the galaxy. We can only see what we can see. You know, doesn't mean it's not there or not real. And it's so vast and ever expanding. It's like even if you like, I don't believe anything. Looking at it statistically, it would it's an anomaly that we'd be the only life on on Earth like that in the whole universe. That's like ridiculous. Even if you're like. I believe in science. We'll look at the numbers. Put up the numbers. It's got to be aliens. But even if you walk outside and scoop up some dirt in your yard and you look at it like on a microscopic level and all the life that is within an inch or, or a square foot, how can that – you look at how vast the world is. How can there not be something else? I just – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but that's where I'm at. Uh, yeah, dude. Definitely aliens out there. I mean, you're, you're, you're weird. I think you might be an alien, dude. <laughs> I think – Ketchup on anything is alien-esque. Um, on anything? No, not anything. You know, ketchup with I chicken fries. Huh? Yeah. No, I'm doing like sweet and sour ranch. You know I oh, Yeah, but ketchup's oh, not weird. Ranch. Doing. Ranch. Don't even get me started. Hidden Valley for the win. Hidden oh, Valley Fred. for the win. Fred. Don't have to make – I have to make – I'm going to make – you don't even see this coming. I'm going to make a confession, confession on to you that I'm not sure if I already told you right now on the podcast. I think I should might have told you already, but I'm gonna make it anyways again. Do you remember you got me that really dope Hidden Valley uh, sweatshirt? I did. I I lost it. <laughs> I would laugh harder, but I lost mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I was like one of the dopest presents I ever got. And I went golfing one day, and I put it down in my golf cart, like in the seat, and I must have turned really hard and fell out, and I never found it. And I'm oh, really- I'm gonna I'm gonna get here because I love that thing more than life itself. Um, and I, I, we got trashed one night in Raleigh. It was uh, me, a friend of mine, Josh, 
uh, Jamie, her family, Alethea, Elena, they were all there. Um, I mean, it was, we all got smashed and I, I, I had it in the hotel room and I can't remember where it went. Like I went back up there, um, the morning we checked out or the thing that they we checked out my parents were there. I mean, everybody was there and we were up in Raleigh. We all we went to the bars and everything and uh, I couldn't find it. I mean, they said it wasn't, and they said it wasn't in the room. I went up and they let me check. It wasn't there. So I, I, yeah, I'm cranky. That was one of my favorite sweatshirts it's on my Instagram posted somewhere, but I have to have it remade. So I'll get you yeah. one while I'm at it. If you get it remade, like for real, I, I want one. I'm no, you know, one. I got you. You know, I got you. Um, maybe, guys, maybe, maybe if you got that remade, do put a little full circle logo on it for a podcast or something. Oh, maybe. maybe I'll do full circle in the back, ranch in the. I mean, full circle on the front, ranch in the back. Ooh. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, right, dude? I mean, those pretty are pretty rowdy. <laughs> I like your energy. I'm about it. Yeah, that's not a terrible idea, actually. Put the handle on the front. So no, I, was I like your I like your thought process. I'm about right. it. All right, guys, we're getting kind of a little late in the show. I'm gonna hit you guys. You know what it is? It's Wednesday, Nick. What do we do on Wednesdays? Uh, I think we do songs of the week. Songs of the week. You already know. All right. And then I know we talked about our third place ski ball tournament. That'll come up next episode. I'll make sure of it. So yep, remind me that ski ball. Third place ski ball tournament, guys. You do not want to miss this. It was, I mean, it was just rowdy. It was, it was a rowdy situation, not overly crazy, but we'll get into it next episode. Something to talk about. Um, bar games. We'll get into that. Uh, but this week, this week's song of the week, Nick. Go, you got you got these. Go ahead and read them out. Uh, yeah, well, let's hear your song of the week, Fred. You can go. Oh, all right. I'll jump. Mine, uh, my song of the week is Games on Your Phone by uh, two, uh, 24 Karat Gold. or It's T, it's 24KGOLDN. So 24 Karat Golden, something like that. Same guy who does um, Mood, song Mood that's all over TikTok or whatever. Uh, he's got a song called Games on Your Phone, and it's lit. Uh, Nick, how about you? Yeah, I saw the artist's name. I didn't want to read it because I have no clue how to say it. But um, <laughs> my song of the week is um, everyone knows this song. Even You're not going to recognize the name maybe, but everyone knows the song even if you don't know when I say it. Tiptoe Through the Tulips by Tiny Tim. Tiptoe Through the Tulips by Tiny Tim. Tiptoe Through the Tulips by Tiny Tim. I'm going to look it up. You're going to make people that crap. That song of the week, I have never heard it. I don't know if you have heard of it. Eyes open have. by Fate on Canvas. Eyes maybe open by Fate on Canvas. Maybe eyes open by Fate on Canvas, guys. I feel like that's gonna be like one of those like '90s college songs or something. I just, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like a. I feel like the name has uh, like uh. Let's look, it up real quick. Let's look it up real quick. Let's see. Eyes, eyes open. Eyes open by Fate on Canvas. And I just, I dude, I'm telling, you, it's got like a Sum 41 name to it. It's got like a Blink 182. I just feel like it's gonna uh, be like yeah. that. Well, it came out in 2012, actually. That's the oh snap! So maybe not. Ooh. Who knows? Nick. Well, I don't know what Matt be picking, dog. We're gonna find out. We'll listen to that. Do listen to. All right. Well, I mean, that's it. Songs of the week, guys. I know Nick tells me not to bring this up, guys, but I'm just gonna do it on the outro. All right. We have 300 listens. We have over 300 listens across seven episodes. I cannot. I know. You already know. It's the end of the episode. You know what you're gonna hear. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to us. This is huge for us. We enjoy doing this. Um, this is probably my favorite episode yet. We got into a lot of stuff that I think people are going to really enjoy. Um, but 300 listens across seven episodes, guys. I cannot thank you enough for your time listening to us here. I can't. Yeah, th- thank you, guys. Uh, really appreciate it, just like Fred said. Uh, this is a lot of fun to do. Hope you guys enjoy listening. And, yeah, we got more episodes. We'll try to keep getting you the content you want. Um, we're going to put out some polls on Instagram. Uh, probably something like, would you put ketchup on ice cream? Um, ranch <laughs> over ranch versus ketchup. What do you take? 
uh, probably do something like that. I'm gonna get with uh, I'm gonna get with Matt, and we're gonna get some stuff on Yo, there. Fred, next What's episode, up? ready? Next episode, top ten sauces. That's one of the topics. Top ten. I, I can't even come up with that many. So how top about we do five, top five? Top five sauces. Top five Ooh. sauces. Bam, we out here. All and right. uh, well, we're gonna get some polls up for you guys. Love keeping you interacted, but you know it's been full circle. Thanks for listening, guys. Can't thank you enough. Thanks.